Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, it's a podcast about Indiana Jones, every movie, one minute at a time, Indiana Jones, Minute. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we always try to practice proper nuclear hygiene, especially in the bikini zone. I'm Pete Mummer. <laughs> I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Gerald Christopher Chocolate Eclair Porter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I want to know where that's going. Is that Eclair Ben? <laughs> hey, today we're happy to welcome back filmmaker, writer, podcaster, all around great guy, John Engel. Welcome back, John. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. And today we're talking about minute 23 of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which begins with Indy getting his misunderstanding scrubbed clean. And it <laughs> ends with Indy spilling the beans about a steel box that is not a refrigerator. And why does Indy stop the scrubbing of his misunderstanding? Is he is he trying to keep it red hot? <laughs> No, because that guy's using like a push broom that you'd use on like your deck. <laughs> said, but sir, that, sir, that's the dirtiest part. Yeah. <laughs> it was dirty before the bomb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Years of misunderstanding. <laughs> I was just saying after after reading, watching Chernobyl and reading about the effects of, of radiation burns, I would I would ask that guy to keep scrubbing until his arms were yeah. about to fall off. <laughs> I was like, don't stop. Man, I mean, maybe Indy, because if you look, Indy like points and scolds him and he pulls that. Maybe, maybe what he says is, don't worry about it. It's lead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But he, but if you notice, he pulls the rake up from his misunderstanding. He does. Like you call yeah. It a rake. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's raking his misunderstandings. <laughs> I also like this. It's all you always say plural. Like <laughs> he's got some kind of genetic abnormality. That's <laughs> <laughs> the meat and the potatoes. Yeah. It's all a big misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, Colonel Jones. Throwing this, uh, John. Yeah. Question for you, Colonel Jones. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Does that make sense? That he's a that he became a colonel. That he's a colonel. That he's in the military. That he served. Yeah, I think it does. Especially in the um, um, we're in a fifties movie here, right? We're in a post-war Eisenhower era like movie. We didn't really. I I, I was going to say in the last episode how th there's a genre jump here, right? We're, yeah, we've gone from the Republic series yeah. to a to a fifties B movie. Yeah, and I think that's totally fitting now. Like, of course, Indy served. Of course, he did. This Indiana Jones that we've decided is a hero now that likes to put things in museums, and mm -hmm. uh, you know that's what all he cares about, and so on and so forth. The guy that softened up at the end of the third movie. Um, yeah, I think he joined. Sure, I mean everybody did, right? It was World War II. Everybody had to do their part. So I, I always thought it made sense. The problem with it to me has always been, and I, th I remember thinking this as I was watching the movie for the first time, I immediately went, I think I'd rather see this movie than the one I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. Which is, the, you know, I always use this, because that's a, that's a thing you should avoid. If you're writing a movie, um, you better be damn sure that the movie you're writing is better than one that, say, you show inside the movie or somebody or yeah. a, a, the story that somebody tells. Yeah. Because as yeah. soon as you start telling the story, you know, he starts saying, we were 
uh, he was an MI6, and I was, we did 30 missions against the yeah. Nazis. I'm like, oh, yeah. that sounds like a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the mole I just saw is making me not feel so good right now. So why am I not watching this movie? I remember right. thinking that uh, as I was watching this movie for the very first time. So I always use this scene as an example. Like, yeah, maybe they should have just not had all that. I'm not sure what it adds to it anyway. But I, I think it makes sense that he got it. Do you not like it, Jerry? You don't like that he joined? Well, I, I, I wouldn't go that far. It's not that I don't like it. Um, and I feel like although Indy helps America and the government, you know, and, 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 and he has done that, I feel like he's much too self-serving and yeah. selfish to be in the military. I have, I have a problem with that, too. Like, like I just think <laughs> that he's like Indiana Jones is a lone wolf. I just I can't see well, him taking orders. He he is in the Secret Service, right? So yeah, he was in OSS, which is uh, yeah. The, I'm, not, I'm not saying that you know he's not a patriotic guy. I'm not saying that. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm just saying uh, that. Yeah, it's just it's hard for me to imagine him in any hierarchical system. I mean, he's he's literally friends with Yahweh. <laughs> and he's not even, you know, he doesn't show much deference to the Lord. See, I could sort so of I accept him know. more as I, I, I always bristle at this too. But I mean, you're right, John. If he, if he's an able-bodied American at the time of World War II, he's gonna, he's gonna go. Well, he's, I, I, I guess I got to sign up. All right, it's, it's what I got to do. And I can almost picture him more as just a grunt, you know, just like a, just like a dude in the trenches. Do they have trenches in World War II? They nice. probably yeah. occasionally. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. it, but the, the fact they're in this in these scenes here, the, in these minutes, are kind of building him up as like, you know, not only is he an amazing archaeologist and feats of daring do, but he's also Captain America when he's in World War II and stuff, and he's doing all these amazing things. That that seems a little he, well he, to me. He did spy missions though, right? Yeah. So and, and to me, let's that remember. Seemed... Yeah. Oh, well, go ahead. Maybe you're about to say about the same thing I am. Go ahead, well, go ahead. I was gonna say to me, I, I don't like him being serving because I, I also think like Jerry seems kind of a lone wolf. But OSS, which was the predecessor of the CIA uh, during World War II, actually it was extremely common for them to hire archaeologists as spies. Oh, really? Because really? archaeologists knew like the local culture and locations, and they figured that since they could decipher dead languages, they were also really good at deciphering codes. So, oh, and they they also like could be in a very sensitive area and surveil whatever was happening, but also have a reason to be there. And they generally run good terms with the local government and they, you know, they would have a pass. Wow. So it was actually, this actually, I think is one of the more realistic parts of the movie. Well, that's great. Like from a, from a realistic point of view, that's really cool. And, and I just occurred to me as we were all talking that, you know, if he's an, uh, an OSS guy, I mean, remember what movie Spielberg really wanted to make, right? He mm -hmm. wanted to make a James Bond movie. Yeah. So right, let's yeah. let's take Indiana Jones and put him in a different genre altogether. And I bet you he's whoever his M is just can't stand him. His Q yeah. can't stand him. <laughs> yeah. He's not taking orders. He's probably going on rogue missions all the time, just like James Bond. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. not. He's not playing by the rules. You know, everybody's he's not. mad at him for getting all those medals that he earned. Like, ah, yeah, son of a bitch. You almost want Jones. Not to get too far ahead of us, but while I'm thinking about it, you, almost want this general that comes in uh, uh, in the next minute to be like maybe kind of begrudgingly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good funny. to see you, Jones. I guess I haven't seen you since whatever. And, and you get a little hint yeah. at that, like that they used to have a they used to clash a little bit. But well, I have to give you credit; you did save us at blah blah blah, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So um, 
that might have been more interesting. But you're, you're right. The fact that yeah. the general comes in, and I guess I'm getting way ahead of myself, but and he's just like, "Well, man, Colonel Jones, how you doing, pal?" <laughs> yeah. Kind of, kind yeah. of diffuses yeah. what I'm Flawless saying. But, American hero, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I still think he's probably he probably gave his uh, his higher ups a, a tough time. I imagine. Yeah, I agree. But, but yeah, and talking but, about James Bond, I, there were a couple of funny things that I I learned about OSS that I didn't know before. Like you mentioned Q and OSS had a chemist that they nicknamed Professor Moriarty who developed all these kinds of crazy super weapons, like gadget weapons. Mm-hmm. And he did, he did one of his two most famous, I think, where he developed a bag of flour that would explode or <laughs> he developed these cigarettes that were supposed to induce, quote, uncontrollable, uncontrollable chattiness. <laughs> Oh my so, god! <laughs> yeah, but a, another famous so, OSS, OSS or MI six? No, OSS. this was OSS. Yeah, oh. so this was like our our homegrown MI six, and uh, I think famously Julia Child worked for OSS, uh, the the Whoa. chef, the TV chef, and she helped develop a shark repellent because they were trying to keep sharks from exploding. <laughs> uh, Detonating explosives. That they were trying to it, was, it was out of cucumbers and cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sterling Hayden did as well. Sterling Hayden. They they. What do you call it? Uh, the top secret status of a lot of files uh, expired a few years ago. Yeah, maybe about yeah. ten years oh, ago. Yeah. So that's when everybody learned about Julia Child and Sterling Hayden. Apparently, from you know, from Doctor Strangelove and yeah. the, the killing yeah. and so on. Um, he apparently went on. I mean, he apparently killed a lot of people as a wow. spy. Like, did a lot of wow. assassinations and things like that. I guess he was kind of a badass. So, wow, um, yeah, I can the, see that interesting stuff. But that, that's what you want to think. You know, um, maybe if the movie, if Indiana Jones would have been uh, Indiana Jones movies would have been made in the fifties, he might have had Sterling Hayden. You know, as Indiana yeah. Jones. Yeah, yeah, he would have been a good one actually. Yeah, maybe so little, yeah. To me, this works. I mean, I, I think it's not perfect. Just like almost everything else in this movie, it's like close. But no cigar, uh-huh. you know, yeah. Not quite hating out cigars in this movie. It's just a lot of close stuff, a lot of stuff that's interesting. Where <laughs> your own imagination can create something right. pretty great, but it never quite executes correctly. And I but think it's this might be one of those. You were talking about he wants to make a Bond movie, and it's interesting that MI6, like that, we've got OSS kind of versus MI6 now in this one, and the MI6 guy is the bumbling bad guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's kind of funny. He's like, There's oh, well, I'll, I'll do James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. They, you know, speaking of, why is Mac a Quisling? That's my word of the day. <laughs> actually, yeah, like a tra- it's a traitor or a backstabber or yeah. a turncoat. And um, actually, the origin of the word is fascinating and apropos. It uh, <laughs> comes from Major Vidkun Quisling, who was the Norwegian army officer and diplomat who ruled Norway on behalf of the Nazi occupying forces uh-huh. in 1940 mm-hmm. to 1945. Yeah, he was like a complete toady. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like but the what, Vici what, why? Of Vici. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, uh, yeah that's exactly. Yeah. John, what do you think? Why is he, after 20, 30 missions, as it goes, it's uh, kind of a weird line 20, 30 missions. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, you're, I don't like it. I think it's all very weak. Honestly, yeah, I think his weak. character. I I kind of like his answer when he says, "Oh, I'm a capitalist," because it's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of funny. And since he's like siding with these commies, but yeah. uh, but to me, it's all everything with him is so weak. Uh, I'll yeah. be, I'll look forward to listening to what other people say as when he's in minutes and 
when certain mm-hmm. twists and turns happen with his character. But to me, it's I, I don't get it. I think the only real answer is who cares? Like, how could it possibly matter why he why he turned or why he doesn't return or whatever? Like, it's, it's all just it's so inconsequential. And, yeah. why did, and, it, yeah. and it doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, not, I want somebody to go through beat by beat with him and tell me why anything that happens with him actually dictates like that you couldn't uh, excise his character entirely and still yeah. have the same things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure you can in, in yeah. some other way. Obviously he does things that have consequence, but you could have those same consequences occur without him. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. there's, there's nothing consequential yeah. about him. So I don't like it. I don't like it. Although there is a, uh, they, they took there are a couple little deleted sections uh, in this part and in the next one. And I feel like they were trying to, work out what he was doing in this script too uh, oh really because right when they cut from indy getting washed off uh smith says your story appears to check out but i'm still mystified dr jones as to why you were in the russian car in the first place and indy told tells him i told you i was knocked unconscious and kidnapped from a dig in mexico i woke up in the trunk of that car and smith says along with your good friend george McHale," and that's when indy says this other stuff but mm. i feel like they, they're trying to especially a little more in the next minute where they're trying to make a little more sense of who George McHale is. Like, like, Oh God, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but if one of the twists that occurs with the character actually wasn't a false twist, there's like, that's kind of red herring twist later. Right. Mm -hmm. Had they had, and then maybe you could have brought these two guys back, these FBI guys and actually made it make sense that it was all like a setup. Maybe Indy got set up a little bit, but in a good way. Or uh-huh. something like that, where it actually would have come around, but they, instead they just kind of have this character flowing in and out of scenes, and it's like, well, we need yeah. a guy to find him here, so here, yeah, and we need something that that's a twist at this, like screenwriting. The screenwriting book says we need a twist right here in the movie, yeah. So he's this now, and it just that's what it feels like. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> why, you know, why does Indy ask what was in the steel box they took? Like, is is he playing dumb because? <laughs> I mean, yeah. he must. I'm assuming he's playing dumb. I guess, except that the look on his face looks like he really, he really wants to clarify. Because I mean, if he if he doesn't know what's in there, how would he have known, you know, several minutes back that the crate was magnetic? Well, he what? kind of explains that here, but even yeah. that's kind of confusing. Yeah, like the guy says, "You tell us." You know, you've seen it before. And it lo- the way he plays it, it's it's like the he's just putting together like he's like oh you mean that right. Air Force oh, fiasco forty seven yeah even oh, though yeah. Spalco yeah. like wait you know minutes and minutes ago was like oh you were involved in the thing right. in a, you know this right. sarcophagus thing and he's like oh yeah so yeah the whole thing's a little weird <laughs> yeah. like but I, I I do sort of get the sense that from what he you know his little monologue here that he actually doesn't know what's in the thing. He saw little bits of things and little scraps of information, but he doesn't really know what's going on. Right, right. But it's interesting because as much as I dislike uh, Agent Smith and Taylor and they've got this whole kind of Hollywood blacklisting kind of thing going on, they have a very good point when they accuse Indy of aiding and abetting KGB operatives because Mm. no matter what his intentions were, like even if he were trying to save Mac... If, they, if it hadn't been for Indy leading him to the box, they wouldn't have found it. Yeah, and if you're a colonel in the OSS, you're just reciting, uh, you know, in the, the movie cliches, you're just reciting your name, rank, and serial yeah. number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't true. take anybody to anything. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Under and maybe this is exactly the kind of stuff he got up to when he was in the OSS. Like <laughs> the kind of thing that his, his generals yeah. would yell at Every time he got stuff. captured by the Nazis, he just kept taking them to stuff. Yeah. You just have to find out where the box is, don't you, Jones? <laughs> Every time. I feel like maybe uh, Smith and Taylor have a point here. <laughs> they kind of do, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have, certainly have a reason to be suspicious. Yeah. So we have uh, Taylor telling Indy, don't wave your war record in our face, Colonel Jones. We all served. And Indy says, no kidding. What side were you on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what's going on? Is Indy calling Taylor a fascist? Like, is he, is is this a Spielberg kind of Hollywood, you know, red scare, red menace? statement or is this something else i kind of take it just a sort of casual like you're a jerk so you couldn't be on my side sort of thing yeah. like yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he's 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 indignant that they don't believe him and yeah. he already was hauled out into the desert in 47 in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and it was it sounds like he didn't come away with very much and they're you know now now he's in this you know what's in the box in brolio and they're, you know, they're trying to pin something on him. Well, they're uh-huh. trying to like pin treason on him. Yeah. And yeah. he's, yeah, you know, yeah. I, th- I think he's just, uh, I think he's just furious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, what, what do you guys do? Like, are you serious? You're sitting there all smug, and that, like, you, you actually think I'm, you know, uh, trying to wave my war record in your face? Yeah. What, what's actually, interesting if you if you watch it, the guy gets really uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? Which I like because that's probably yeah. the first time. Like these guys are always the guy in power, and they're mm-hmm. used to telling everybody else that they're un-American. And suddenly he's got somebody telling him, "What side were you on?" And that's like no one talks to him like that. Like that's right. got to be a new right. experience, which I kind of mm-hmm. like. Like Indy's whatever speaking truth to power. Once, once it. again, it, it it puts the government in the crosshairs. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. fr- from the audience perspective. Right. Yeah. Right. He does handle this whole interrogation really well. Like he keeps asking them questions. Mm-hmm. Like if like if he were guilty of something and this was all just a fake, it'd be a really good fake. You know, yeah. he's, he's like, I didn't do I don't know anything. And like you <laughs> what's going on? Like, you know, what 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 was in that box? What's why am I here? Why do you think I did that? You know, yeah. Well, uh, Tommy. Yes, sir. I have a, a compare and contrast. <laughs> section <laughs> all right you know uh porkins and what's the other guy um uh slim the, the, the porkins and musgrove musgrave musgrove yeah, yeah yeah porkins and musgrove like um so are these guys here pete what are their names taylor and smith wow so are they top men mm, i don't know if they're Is top it, men they know they're, they they're, know the general i mean again that's the next minute they know the yeah. general yeah. Is, is this i mean this scene is obviously reminiscent of the you know the 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 scene a little bit with the chalkboard and it you know with yeah. the top man yeah, yeah a little bit kind of like an interrogation and what do they call it like the exp- exposition mm-hmm. uh-huh. here's what yeah. i think i think if you're an fbi agent and you know about the existence of aliens you must be pretty <laughs> high up you must be a i was just yeah. thinking that yeah, yeah. yeah. you're telling the yeah. general later to shut up about stuff <laughs> yeah. that he shouldn't be yeah. you know, you must be spouting out and so they know that stuff so yeah so and yeah, indy kind of indy, indy spills the beans here like he, indy hasn't been given permission to talk about this stuff and he just said he would be accused of treason if he talked about it <laughs> right. but he immediately talks tells him everything he knows yeah. Yeah. terrible <laughs> Yeah, now that we're yeah. talking about it further, he was he was a terrible OSS man. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they say the two main things o, uh, OSS did was they spied and they 
uh, in, were engaged in sabotage, and I'm assuming Indy was mainly a sabotage guy, which <laughs> yeah. I think he would have been very good at. Yeah, just by accidentally. Yeah. You know what? We'll, we'll put a, you'll put you on sabotage. Hey, we'll just, just tell him that <laughs> there's a priceless out. artifact inside that Nazi base, and it'll be yeah. gone by tomorrow. No problem. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, when he's doing his little thing, and he's like, you know, stuff doesn't a bust. First of all, what I okay, I can buy Indy joining up in the army and even being in the OSS and stuff. And maybe there's a logical reason for this too. But why, you know, there's some weird crash in Roswell, New Mexico. And what what makes the powers that be say, get me an archaeologist. We need an archaeologist from Connecticut to get on a yeah. bus yeah. and come over here and look at these machine parts and stuff. And and what, what yeah. why would what, where's the logic in that? See, I you know, I had that exact same question. And here's what I think. We're talking about indie. I mean, the last time we saw him was what, twenty years ago, mm -hmm. yeah. right? So yeah, I think sure. what they're doing here, when we talk about like an archaeologist and a, a tomb raider, which we're kind of introduced to, but then he's in World War II, and now he's Captain America, and he went on twenty, thirty missions, and he's Colonel Jones. It's like I'm wondering if after he got the Ark of the Covenant for the government. If they now he's ever since mm. then, like yeah. his, you know, his job has his his career has taken a completely new mm. direction. Like anytime there's a problem, there's like a spirit <laughs> destiny that yeah. needs to be found or, yeah. you know, so, somebody, you know, we, we need to get like Oppenheimer from, you know, Germany. And we got to, you know, I'm wondering if if in the last 20 years has the government habitually called upon indiana jones to do these weird quirky <laughs> missions yeah. i mean that that's what they're yeah. insinuating because you, you yeah. wouldn't call an archaeologist to check yeah. out right. the roswell like nuclear balloon crash yeah but you right. might call the guy who was on an island with a bunch of nazis and all of a sudden all the nazis were gone and they don't know yeah yeah <laughs> Andy, Andy came back with the ark somehow. Andy came, yeah, Andy yeah. came back yeah. with the ark somehow. Andy, yeah. and he swam, you know, on yeah. a submarine for for like yeah. forty miles. We just to need Malta. somebody who deals with a lot of nutty stuff. I keep forgetting yeah. that guy's yeah. an archaeologist, but call him up anyway. We just need the nutty stuff guy. You see, I, <laughs> well, yeah, that might work. You know, if you actually saw the scene or the sequence where they the Roswell sequence uh, that mm. they talk about, if you actually saw that. Then you could tie, you could tie, you could connect it. There'd be some connective tissue because it would almost be the exact same as um, the Ark, because they would say, see something on the ship or the something about the alien or something that that okay, this links to this thing that was found in Mayan ruins. Yeah, right. Yeah. Call, yeah. Where's Oxley? He Oxley, the Ox knows right. all about this, but well, we can't find him. <laughs> well, then get his closest compatriot. You know, it's almost exactly the same as. Oh sure, yeah. Um, yeah. But we don't get any indication of any of that here, so uh, it's it's kind of weak. But I could I could in my mind I can draw again. I'm writing the <laughs> the, the connective tissue in uh, yeah. that works for me, but it's not here in the movie. But I could I could yeah. you know stretch it to that. But otherwise, no, it just doesn't make. Yeah, that's other good, than John. what you guys are yeah. saying, uh, where it's like, hey, this is some kooky stuff here. Better get Jones. That Jones yeah. guy knows all about kooky stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm mean, assuming that's what he's doing. But what's really weird is you mentioned Oxley, and um, we also mentioned, uh, uh, you know, in Raiders, it's uh, Ravenwood, Abner Ravenwood. So what's fascinating is Indiana Jones is never the expert. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Studies. So you're yeah. like, so what does he teach? 
Other than, like, Oxley's good at this, Abner was good at, like, the Lost Ark and stuff, and you're like, so what did Andy do his dissertation in? Like, other, than, other than Marion. <laughs> it really goes through every movie, doesn't it? I never thought about it. His dad's the Grail expert, not yeah. Uh, yeah. Abner's the expert, and, yeah. and he doesn't know anything. I mean, he's heard of the uh, Sankara Stones, right? But he doesn't really know. He has to get schooled by experience. So I guess he's the expert in that. I guess at the end, and is, don't you I see those? So, yeah. uh, I think you, oh, I'm, again, I'm getting ahead of myself. I think you see the Sankara. I think he is teaching about those later, but sorry. Sorry, whoever has that minute. I think I just blew an <laughs> Easter egg. It's just, it's just fun. Like, when does his phone ring and he answers? And yeah. they're like, thank God, we got the right they guy. The right like, you certainly yeah. do. Only if one of his mentors is dead. Because you, know you know what makes them always want to call Indy back? Is I, it, whenever Indy comes up with the artifact, he hands it over at the end. Yeah. Like when he had the Ark, he handed it right over to the government. When he had the Sankara Stones, he handed it over to the to the village and when he had the grail he just said i'll oh, just leave it there let's he's get a big here. sucker yeah so I, I think they know like we can show it we can show it to him he's not gonna like break off a finger and take it with him or <laughs> right. he's gonna just give it right zero back. guile about this dummy let's just call him up we'll get our stuff <laughs> it's, he's, he's kind of like a bounty hunter for stuff yeah yeah yes yeah obtainer of rare antiquities and yeah stuff yeah, he uh, when he's describing stuff, he's I, I don't I don't quite get the syntax of his of what he's saying. So like I don't he says uh, they, they showed us what pieces of wreckage and an intensely magnetic shroud covering. And then he pauses and then we hear mutilated remains in the next minute. But is he describing like when he says intensely magnetic shroud covering? Is that all? Is that a noun? phrase is, is he like is there a is there a physical i think like I think black magnetic blanket covering something no the shroud you, you see the shroud covering it when they open the box earlier right yeah and, and that's what's yeah. magnetic right yeah that's what's magnetic i mean that's what he says oh wow wait a minute i'm yeah. guessing the corpse isn't magnetic yeah he says the shroud is here so oh, but that's that, weird it's so weird that the weird thing is it, a shroud is something you prepare a body for burial in yeah yeah. So did the alien crash with his own shroud, like already wrapped up in his own shroud? And like, <laughs> did the government make him one to? Yeah, really. it, like, did they decide to make it really magnetic? I don't understand. For his why. for his comfort. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> yeah it just seems respectful he, in some weird he way. Travels with his own sh burial <laughs> shroud. Was the Roswell UFO a hearse? We really figured something out there. Um, yeah. Wow. No. None of this. Yeah. All this. The magnetism thing oh, it drives me nuts. I wish I, I almost wish I would have had those minutes earlier. <laughs> yeah, because you can there's have something about that that uh, I don't know what the person prior to me said, but it drove me crazy that they didn't use the magnetism for something like, hey, it's magnetic. Yeah. Oh, look! I mean, they found the thing, things stuck yeah. to it, but Indiana Jones and the screenwriter should have thought. To use that to disarm the bad guys. I've never understood yeah. why that wasn't. I, I was watching that yeah. movie. I was like, oh, this is good. He'll open that box. He'll know, <laughs> he'll know more about how magnetic this thing they, is than they do. And all their guns will fly off. And then he'll just start punching faces. Instead, he just starts punching faces. And for whatever reason, none of the guns are magnetized in that whole scene. Everything's flying towards it. Except for their guns, which are apparently made of plastic or something. I don't they know. wrestle with them like in one shot. Like they, they, they pay attention to the magnetism when they kind of feel like it. But you're right. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, like even here, like just just as a concept, it's like I, I guess it works as like a tricky, fun way of finding the 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 crate in the first place. 
but then to have it to like repeat it here is weird just because it's like what does that have to do with anything like you know it's 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 not interesting that it's magnetic it's interesting that it's a weird spaceman from it's, outer space yeah at some point that magnetism should have paid off something should have happened yeah. that changed the story i mean it really should because they brought it up so many times that at some point it yeah. should have turned the tide but it never does and yeah. it's weird it's just weird it's just something lucas i'm telling you that was a lucas thing I, i'm pretty sure that was <laughs> well i, I think was there's... reading about ufos i saw that they were magnetized some people say and then yeah that was that's the sure thing like there. people that that uh investigate quote-unquote roswell is the, the one of the claims is it magnetized rocks in the area? Hmm. So I, th- I think Lucas is throwing as much as he can in about the you know the Roswell incident to kind of add some some verite to the, to the cinema here. Right, he did his homework. <laughs> he wants to please all the conspiracy nuts who are yeah. going to be watching this stuff closely. Well, uh, speaking of conspiracy nuts, any any of you nuts have any <laughs> any other, anything else for minute twenty three? Not me. No. No. Nope. Uh, well, all right. Let me... Hey! Here we go. <laughs> Coming in over the wires. This just in from Professor, my sister. What does the my country line add to the discussion? Yeah, he says, like, hey, you brought these you know, KGB officers in the United States, my country. I forget what he's talking about, but... I think it makes it personal. I think he's like, yeah. you screwed with me. I'm, I'm mad at, like, I'm actually mad at you. I think it sounds just like someone at a McCarthy, one of the McCarthy hearings. Oh, uh, does talking yeah, to yeah, someone yeah. saying, "My yeah. country," and and just like implying immediately that the person yeah. they're questioning is less less yeah, of a patriot yeah. than them. He's otherizing yeah. Indy immediately. Yeah. yeah. Once again, it's it's. I mean, in this minute, we see you know Indy versus the government. Well, the government often comes in as the dummies who don't get it. They're just like the bureaucrats and they don't get what's going on. You know, top men, yeah. that whole business. Yeah. Like our hero is the guy who knows what's going on and he's obviously right. But then these dummies don't, uh, they're not listening and they're just going by the book and they're pig headed. And yeah, that happens all the time. It's funny. <laughs> we talk about all the people that, that went into archaeology or history because of these movies. I wonder if anybody didn't go into government service. Because <laughs> <of these movies. laughs> yeah. Hey, son, son, maybe you should get a jo- government job. What, like those guys from the Indiana Jones movies? No, thanks. Yeah. No, no thanks, mean Indiana Jones. I'm the no bureaucratic it. fool, Dad. <laughs> yeah. If anybody became a prairie dog. <laughs> well, speaking of non sequiturs, John. Any uh, anything you'd like to tell our listeners about? I know you work on a lot of cool stuff. Uh, you can come over to Alien Minute, listen to our episodes over there, or you can come over to ABC Devo and listen hey. to me and Tom and Peter hey. Taylor and our buddy Joe Mazel talk about Devo songs, all of yeah. them, every single one of them for like two years. <laughs> two I years? enjoyed that program. I loved it. It was great. Was it two yeah. or three years, Tom? I can't even remember how long it took. I think it was like five, five, seven, maybe eight. it was five. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, uh, so come over to listen to those things. Yeah, and if you, if you want to hear even more of Tom, uh, check out his other. What's the other podcast? The Blues Caddyshack Minute, Blues Brothers Minute. Yeah, that's two different shows, man. Yeah, I'm busy. If, if you thought of a show, Tom is already doing it. So God, check out that show. Shows. And, I said, Don't <laughs> wave do your podcast record in our face, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
And after you've had, you've perused Tom's complete podcast record, please come back here Friday for minute 24 of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull here on the Indiana Jones Minute. I got nothing. <laughs> I was waiting for Jerry to make some kind of yeah. shampoo or soap comment. Yeah, scrub your Jones something. <laughs> hey, you missed my misunderstandings. <laughs> got Somebody it. scrub your Jones. <laughs> Jones! <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.